Hello, you're listening to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today, I have Steve Reinhardt with me. Hi, Noah. It's great being with you. Great being with you. I'm really excited to be here with you and talk about, I'm not exactly sure what what kind of um, diagram or tool we call this one. I think you've, you've kind of coined it necklaces, right? Yeah, I call it the necklace presentation is what I usually call it. A but. necklace presentation. How, how cool. Um, you know, before we get started, um, I wanted to remind our listeners of some cool updates that you have done to the website. I was wondering if you'd like to like just remind people what's available there because it's I'm, I really like it. You know, I love I've probably listened to the Abiding Life in a Capsule CD. Oh, I don't know. Not probably not. I probably not more than 150 times, but it, <laughs> close to that. And I, I just really like that one so much. So um, what's going on on the website? Yeah. So the website, I know a lot of some people might know about it, but some people don't. Um, now, if you click on the radio on abidinglife.com, click on the radio, you can get now all of Mike Wells's CD sets and three of his books on audio. So all for free, you can download them straight to your phone or your computer or just stream them. So we really just trying to want to get the message out for people and you don't have to pay now for it. So. Wow, that's so generous of you. Thanks so much for doing that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. And uh, also on the podcast, if you click podcast, you can download it straight to your phone. But I think most people go to SoundCloud. But if not, it's on the website too. Oh, how cool. Yeah. Well, great. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I have read all the books. I haven't ever listened to one of them, but I like to listen to them while I'm driving. I like to listen to things while I'm driving or while I'm walking. I'm walking now. I've never walked before in my life, but I'm walking. So, <laughs> Yeah, I listened to the sidetrack. I just started that, and it's, it's fun to be able to just listen to it in my car while I'm driving. So Yeah. Oh, cool. It's handy. It sounds wonderful. Well, thanks for thanks again for doing that. I know that's, you know, that's, uh, those things aren't free, and you guys have done, you're so g- generous and the whole ministry has always been so over the top generous. I just, uh, uh, I'm just moved by your generosity. Yeah, no, it's fine. We just, you know, uh, mom and I, Betty, mm-hmm. you know, just really wanted to, we had a meeting. We just said, Hey, we really want to get the message out. So how do we do that mm-hmm. easier? Well, let's give it out for free then. Mm-hmm. Now anyone can listen to it. And then I think you, it might even be a share button on that. So you can share it with your friends if you hear something that sounds really cool. Oh, wow. So it's great. Neat. So how do we want to start off talking about necklace, the necklace presentation? Yeah, I guess I would like to, I can start that out and then um, you can just add in what you want. You know, this necklace and presentation, the way it all kind of came up is Steve brought it up to my attention. He said, um... One time we were sitting in Village Inn just talking, and he gave me an idea of Satan gives us a present. I know Steve calls it a present. I call it a package. I don't think there's any right or wrong way to say it. Um, and Satan will give us a package and or a present, and what's inside of it is what will change you. What the enemy bugs you about, like... One of the things the enemy definitely bugs me about, not as much now because I don't run with it. I don't wear this necklace anymore, but he used to always mess with me with homosexuality. Mm. He would always 
that was the box I would open, and that's the necklace I would always put on. Or stupid, um, worthless, mm. stuff like that. And the way I picture it is, is Satan just kind of comes by. And Steve and I have talked about this too, is I don't think, we both don't think that Satan, how would you say it, Steve? That he's the brightest star in the sky. Right, exactly. And he's not that sharp. No, and I don't think he has that hard of a job because he can just tell me one word, one word that know, he knows I'm going to run with. Mm. And he can run off and go mess with Steve then. Mm. Cause he's got to go. He's can't be. He's not like God, where he can be at all one place at one time. Mm. He can only be at certain people at a time. So he's got to move pretty quick. <laughs> you know. So he's got to say, "Oh no, you're a homosexual." Then he's got to take off. Then he's got to go, to Steve. Steve, was he bug you out? Oh my gosh, there's like thousands of things. You're a loser. You're a moron. Yeah, exactly. Now you're, he's off. You're not a good husband. You know that. You know all the all of those <laughs> kind of negative thoughts. So and I and I and I like how you've packed. You know he so he gives us a package, right? Right. Um, and 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 we did talk about this well, a long time ago when and and we talked about how I'm probably repeating here, but I think that you know I'm I'm super confident that he's a toothless tiger. He doesn't even have, have any claws. Mm-hmm. All he has is a voice. Yeah, and and so all he can do is give us those packages, and then I'm not even sure he puts anything in them, but maybe he just waits for us to put something in them. Yeah, and that we're carrying around in our back pocket, and they're kind of embarrassed or ashamed of about. I don't, I don't know. I'm so I'd like to start off with that and saying, hey, um, no, I'm not definitely not a theologian. I don't know that any of the anything that we're going to say is right or wrong, and I kind of not worried about that, but I do. Uh, think that these are things that are helpful for us to walk in the victory that we already have in Christ. Yeah. To just look at things this way. We're not saying this is the absolute truth. I, I, I think that we're, but, but we're saying that this is helpful for us in our walk with the Lord. Yes, definitely. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, you're not the super duper theologian. <laughs> and I know I'm not. No, I'm definitely not. So, and, yeah, and, uh, you know, the thing that really set me free with the homosexuality stuff, I'll add this story and then we can talk, is I had a dream, I don't know, it was probably a couple of years ago now, and I had a dream that I had sex with a man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I woke up feeling a little weird. You know, I think everyone can relate. Dreams sometimes make you feel off or awkward for awkward, sure. Awkward, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You say like, oh, was that really me, or is this is this mm-hmm. what I really want? Mm-hmm. You know, all these ridiculous thoughts. And I was feeling a little weird, and uh, my wife Shay comes up to me and goes, you know, you're acting a little weird. She can always tell when something's off. You know what's going on. So I told her about the dream, and she's like, huh, okay. That's all she said. And mm-hmm. she goes, oh, I'm gonna go make breakfast for the kids. She walks out of the bedroom. Instantly, I hear a voice. Poor Shay. Mm. Oh, don't you feel so bad for her? She married a queer. Mm. Oh, I feel so bad for her. I instantly opened that package. Mm. I put that necklace on. And I wore that for a whole day. And I was so depressed. I was so sad. I was, you know, tempted with everything. Like, oh, I should just go back to this. Old ways. Old this. Old that. Mm. And I remember sitting on my couch... And I pictured 
the box. And I picture the necklace on me, homosexual necklace. And I remember taking that necklace off in my head, putting it in the box, taping it up. And I just handed it to God and I said out loud, you take it. I don't want this. Mm. And man, that feeling instantly went away. Mm. And I haven't been bothered with it since. So what would you, what feeling would you, how would you describe that feeling? Once, once the, once I gave the box away. Well, yeah, before you said the feeling went away, what was the feeling? Oh man, like the, the feeling of just depression. Oh, depression. Yeah. Oh yeah. And just, um, maybe guilt, guilt and definitely not belonging. Oh, not belonging. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt like I didn't belong. So, Mm. you know, stayed away from the kids, stayed away from Shay, you know, and so did you feel like maybe you were like, you know, the with the O Porsche thing would be like um, you had hurt her or contaminate her or you would damage her or the kids or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. I always felt like I was going to damage Shay mm. more than anything. Mm. And like, you know, Porsche, yeah, it's look what I have to put her through. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, I believed that lie so much. Yeah. And just wore that. I mean, I remember five, you know. I mean, you've walked with me with all this stuff is, mm. you know, just that depression of wearing that and just weighing it down, you know, just weighing my neck down nonstop of wearing these lies mm. about myself and fully believing them, mm. fully accepting that's, that is who I am. Mm-hmm. So that day on the couch, when I let that go, man, it was like a gigantic weight lifted off me. Mm. That's beautiful. And not to say, you know, I don't hear certain things like that sometimes, but I I instantly say, I've already settled that. I already gave that to God. I'm done. Mm. So now he has to come up with other things to bug me with, and he does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get that. And I think that's, um, you know, uh, I've been thinking as we were, you know, talking about this, that it it could be anything, right? I mean, that, that you're like, if you're, if you're given a this package or, or what so like if you were you feel like this incredible sense of relief and freedom yeah right mm-hmm. and you're not feeling the guilt and shame and like you didn't belong anymore i'm just wondering like how long does that last does that does is that something you know because i think maybe in the back of our mind we have this idea that maybe it's a one-time one-time cure like one-time fixes everything right yeah that's I wouldn't agree with that. No. Like a, what do you mean? Like a one time? Well, like if I get, like if I give this package up to, you know, we, we haven't really talked about exactly how you did it, but like right. in that one, one story that you just told us about the dream and, and waking up and feeling, th- saying to yourself, oh, Porsche. Right. And then seeing in your mind, this package on the couch and packaging it up. Like, and I think you mentioned that you had, you probably had that same package dropped in your lap again. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I I struggled with that for 15 years of constantly saying, God, take this, take this, mm-hmm. please take this. And yet again, it's just there. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you wake up, it's there. Every time you go to bed, it's there. It's like, God, please take this away. Oh. Still there, still there. Yeah. So I think it was, you know, him taking it away then mm-hmm. was just the what do you call that the 
what do they call that? The fruitness of time or the, the fullness, fullness of time. Of time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it was just, it ran its course then. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering also that maybe that you, you know, because this, you recognize that it was really kind of either, either something about you, you could just accept that this was something that you've gone through or this was something that, uh, you know, a package that you didn't actually have to accept. You didn't have to. Yeah. Fi- I didn't have to wear it. it. You didn't have to open it yeah. up. You didn't have to take that label on and wear yeah. it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know, yeah, like you were saying, like sometimes I'll get that package of it and in my head I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Do I want to open it? Do I want to feel sorry for myself? Do I want other people to feel sorry for me? You know, because mm-hmm. there's st- all, always, we always have a story that goes behind of what, mm-hmm. why we're struggling with something, usually. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, ooh, do I want to wear this? Yeah. You know, this, I might want to wear this, and sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I have in the past where like, oh yeah, I am going to put that on because I want people to feel sorry for me. Or I want to be able to get away with actions. Because, mm-hmm. oh, don't worry, uh, don't worry, no act that way because of this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's very attracting to a lot of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I I think also that our, you know, it kind of, for me, it shows something that's really cool about you that, uh, trying to figure out a good way to say it, but, you know, that. In one way, in one way, it shows. Wow, you really are a caring, kind husband. You're caring about your care about Che. Mm-hmm. You know that whole idea. Even though that's kind of a depressing thought, how you described it. Right. You know, it shows something that's pretty outstanding about you, that you would want to care about her, uh, and 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 um, look after her best interest. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's a you know kind of also you know, kind of a great motive to keep that uh, instead of just bring it out into the open. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, you wouldn't want to, I don't think you'd want to, if I said, Hey, you get to uh, either get to bring this out in the open and be a lousy, uncaring right. husband. Yeah. You know, you get one or the other, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't pick either one. Right. You'd want kind of a blend of them. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that's, you know, that's, because it does say such really great things about you. You wouldn't want to just like give that up, but you could dial it down even. Yeah. So that it was like, well, I don't have to be like the hundred percent best husband. I could just be me Yeah. <laughs> and not feel so awful about this package that I've, or even if I am wearing the necklace around. Yeah. Right. Exactly, so, yeah. so maybe we should talk more about that. What kind yeah, of necklaces, what kind of necklaces, you know, if the package, if we open the package and inside the package, is that how you describe it? Inside the packages are a bunch of necklaces? Yeah, a bunch of necklaces. I, I think it depends on you. Mm-hmm. But um, when you're doing this diagram. When I'm mm-hmm. doing the diagram, I, I pick three necklaces. Uh-huh. Because, you know, when you're talking with someone, just to try to get the three top ones. And they usually have no problem coming up with three. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones I added on here on this uh, diagram that we're looking at now is worthless, ugly, and stupid. And, you know, it really just depends on you. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know, probably a year ago, I was talking to a lady. She was, uh, I believe, 75 years old. And we were just talking about how the enemy works and, you know, how he sneaks around and stuff. And mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know, of course, before I talked to her, I was like, God, do we really, I, I don't have any common, anything common with a 75 year old, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's just so funny how God puts us all together. And it's, we all have something in common, Christ. And that's what's so cool when I was talking to her. But, you know, I was asking her, I said, you know what, what's the one thing that the enemy bugs you with? Mm. And what I'm about to say, you guys will all think, well, that's ridiculous. But it matters to her because mm. it, it's what undoes her every time. And what it was, was I'm too short. Oh, how interesting. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. So when she would hear that, she would instantly go downhill and all the stuff and, you know, past hurts and all the, and then just, she said it would just undo her every time. Hmm. So she's got one necklace, too short. Wow. And that's it. But Satan knows that. Satan knows that's exactly what gets her. Yeah. And takes her focus off of Christ. Wow. Too short. So. Yeah. and that would... it, That's the thing. It doesn't matter what it is, honestly. Yeah. Well, that's really great. That's a good point. It doesn't matter what it is. It no. could be anything. It could be anything. It's just whatever undoes you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so, he's learned that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and and I think that's you know that that's such a great example of too short because it could be too anything, you know, too stupid, too tall, too my eyes are too blue or yeah. too black or too lazy. I'm yeah, I'm too lazy or I'm 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 because too bit really just means not good enough. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't live up to whatever the standard is. Yeah. I'm too short. Not yeah. tall enough. I'm not too tall. tall enough, I'm yeah. too. I'm too tall. I'm too different. Just like mm-hmm. we talked about, you just don't belong. Yeah. I'm too short. I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is taller than me. Yeah, and that standard just <laughs> is a killer. Yeah. So so what so if so if I had on mine, I mean, maybe we could talk about different things we have on them. What do you think? Or yeah. things we we've struggled with over the uh, over the our walk with the Lord. I think that probably some people probably don't struggle with too many of these. Maybe other people have a long, long, easy list. Yeah, I I would believe that. So you have on here. Can I read these? Yeah, go ahead. So you have on here worthless, ugly, and stupid. And and I would think that some of those probably those. Maybe all three of them are pretty, pretty popular things to tell ourselves. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I think those are pretty popular ones. I mean, I would never say those things to myself, but I mean, I know other people do. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the number of times I've thought those things, and I think the, I think that's the, um, you know, you just like you said, it just takes one thing. I could, I could just imagine myself joking with the person who's short, and not, and having them take a tailspin and hurting their feelings without right. even without exactly. even knowing it, and really not wanting to hurt them. But you could say something to someone else and say, uh, <clears throat> you know, just question them about, um, you know, the kind of dog food they feed, and then they would feel stupid, yeah. right? Yeah, because that stupid necklace is already in the box. Oh yeah. Exactly. And uh, then they put it on, and, and then there would probably be one that would follow this, which would be, um, I don't know if you, if you know, if I feel worthless, ugly, or stupid, either one of those, I'm probably going to be acting pretty defensive. Yeah, and maybe, I would say And so. probably pretty pissed off. Yeah. Angry, I mean. Yeah. I'm not supposed to cuss on this podcast. No, you're good. 
uh, <laughs> anyway, so I, so I think that that would be kind of one of those things that they probably go hand in hand. Yeah. Feeling angry and, and these other things, these other worthless, ugly and stupid feelings and thoughts Well, things I'm actually saying to myself. Oh yeah, definitely. And the stupid thing for me is it's very easy for me to slip into that. Even mm. if like the dumbest thing happens, like with something like even my phone, if it's not working right or, or anything, like I sometimes will be working on something and it doesn't work right. I have to do it again. Mm-hmm. I just beat myself up so much over that. And it's like, Noah, you're not perfect. It's okay. You're human. It's all right. <laughs> you know, one part of my voice is telling me that. The other one's like, you're such an idiot. Mm. You know, you just end it all. So it's like. Oh, yeah. I definitely yeah. snap into that very, very quick. Yeah, because, you know, I just I just thought of something. That, you know, that behind each one of these things is there's, um, you know, I don't remember if you ever hear it remembers. Um, your dad told a story years and years ago. And I, and I really loved it. He, was, he said something like, you know, oftentimes we, when we come to Christ, we go to the front of the church and, you know, we're free, we're free and we go up to the, like an altar call or something and all of a sudden there's a pile of should for us. Huh. Do you remember anything like that? Uh-huh. Anyway, so there's that. a pile of should and not everybody gets that, but the, the, that instead of walking in the freedom we have in Christ that we have, we walk in these thousands of different shoulds and if you look at each one of these things instead of finding our acceptance in christ we look at these and say so, so let's say stupid is you know so say you have problems with your phone uh, and you say, and you go man what a what a moron what how stupid am i i'm so stupid mm-hmm. i can't even like do this and the the should behind that is i'm stupid but i shouldn't be right instead of just going Oh, I'm, I'm just a human. Yeah. You know, I'm not a tech guy. Exactly. Like, but I shouldn't be, you know, I'm stupid, but I shouldn't be, or I'm ugly. I don't, and I shouldn't be, or I'm, you know, I'm an average guy. Yeah. But I shouldn't be, I should be some superstar. And I think that adds a different, you know, that adds, that's like maybe the flip side of these names on here is there's a hidden should behind Mm-hmm. every one of them instead yeah. of instead of just accepting that cool i'm accepted in christ i i add that hammer which is what i look at is like an emotional spiritual hammer to beat myself with on the oh, other yeah. side that says i'm average but i shouldn't be right you know i should be more i should be more i'm too i'm i'm short but i shouldn't be yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah and uh, so i think that's that's really, that's important to be able to look at that and then to be able to, so, so once you notice these things and you've, and you've kind of looked through here, is there anything else that you would want to like think of that, of necklaces that you've well put on or labels you've worn? Well, just when you were talking there, I was like, well, would you just say that a lot of us just have a hard time with what God has given us? Or how he's made us. Yeah, I, I think we're pretty, like we were talking earlier, I think our standards are a little bit higher than God's. Like yeah. Maybe way higher. Yeah, <laughs> Astronomically exactly. higher. Like, how come you didn't make me, like for me, it's like, how come I have a body that got cancer? God, you should have known better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm really not blaming God. I, I'm just making fun that we our standards are 
you know, instead of accepting our humanness. Right. I mean, Jesus came to be a human. He was tempted in everything like we are. Yeah. He walked the earth just like we did. Uh-huh. Uh, ate and drank and Laughed, had bodily cried. bodily functions yeah. just like we do. Yeah. And, um, and I don't think, and he didn't say he shouldn't. Right. In fact, he just entered right into it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's maybe where we, for me anyway, that's my struggle is I have these shouldn'ts. I have these, you know, I'm, they're almost like pets that I raise. I've started listing all the shoulds that I have. And it's all my, it's not like little kids. They're like my grandkids. I feed them, water them and take care of them. And they're, you know, and all they do is cause me grief. Right. And I, and I, they're all run out of, you know, I open a box. My box is full of shoulds. I yep. open that box up and it's all full of shoulds and shouldn'ts. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? You think that's, I mean, is that difficult for you? I think it definitely used to be. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the Lord's brought me through a lot of uh, hard times and I'm definitely different now. But yeah, I, when I look back, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what drove me to suicide a mm-hmm. lot was God made a mistake. Oh, yeah. You know, there's something wrong with me. Mm. And. I need to get out of here. You know, I think that I think you're onto something there that we that we that we have a difficult time accepting ourselves how God made us. Yeah. And I think that's you know, I think also on your website you still have the it's available to do the God test or the, well the the um, the heavenly discipleship test, right? Yes, yes, yes. Where you can find out <clears throat> kind of kind of how the Lord made you, and that whole t- that whole test is about self-acceptance as God made mm-hmm. you. And it's also about other acceptance of if, if I can accept how God made me, then I, uh, I can eventually maybe start accepting how God made you. Yeah. And so I think that's super important and that wouldn't have been developed if we didn't struggle with this. Yeah, so, exactly. So we're, so it's, I think you're really mm-hmm. onto something that we struggle uh, accepting how he made us and not only that but how all the, the wonderful how he's given us new life yeah you know that that we find it difficult to believe that we're more than conquerors mm-hmm. and we that we find it difficult to believe that you know that we're that he can accept us just exactly like we are yeah and love us without any change whatsoever and i've, yeah. I've the more people i've talked to i talked to a guy yesterday and he was telling me how great his wife was and how he kind of made some mistakes and we've all made mistakes in our marriages, but he was kind of beaten up on himself. And I said, well, you know, Fred, I really like, I've liked you. I've seen you your whole life being your whole married life. And, uh, yeah, you've made mistakes, but man, you have a heart for Lord. You're a soft hearted guy. You're a caring person. You're, and, and as I started talking, it, it, you know, it was like really easy for me to see those really great qualities for him. Right. But very difficult for him to be able to acknowledge. Huh. But, I mean, if you, if you talk to him, you'd go, well, he's the nicest guy, most generous guy. Right. He'd care, he cares about people. He's, huh. he, you know, he loved his wife and his kids. And he's, yeah, he made lots of mistakes, just like the rest of us. Right. But, and, but he was pretty hard on himself. And I think that's, you know, pretty typical. It's, it's a challenge to once we've put these necklaces on, we've kind of labeled ourselves in a way. Yeah, and you've, you know, made yourself... I think when you put these necklaces on, you think no one else struggles with these. Oh, right. You know, 
you're you're mm-hmm. the only person mm-hmm. you know what a loser you are steve you're the only one who struggles with this <laughs> oh yeah you know and then that makes you not want to talk to anybody about it or oh yeah because man that's hard to like step out and mm-hmm. tell people your struggles and when you do do that at least at least what i've found with myself is when you do that the people will say oh yeah i struggled with that <laughs> you know it's like oh yeah okay yeah i'm not alone well that's sweet it's really great and i think that's uh but you're right it is hard to take that first step it's like taking the first step off a high dive is like oh my gosh this is gonna kill me mm-hmm. uh, to in a, in a way to kind of come clean yeah you know to be genuine and say these are my struggles these are my this is something where i i, I would like to be strong but i'm feel super weak yeah and i think the more we do that especially with each other uh the more like you said we'll find that other people are in the same boat yeah Uh, and you know and in a way it's kind of humbling because you find out that we're all kind of alike Mm -hmm. we'd like to we'd like to think we're the kind of to be the only one that goes through something you know it's like oh my gosh yeah. I'm the only one that the Lord chose to go through this terrible trial. I must be super, super special. You yeah, know? something special prob- about me. You know, probably the listeners don't have the same kind of temptations <laughs> I do, but I love that idea of being Superman or super special or superior to other people, you know. No, I think that's uh, something to strive after, you know. <laughs> A lot of us, you want that. Yeah, and and then and then to be able to go, oh, my gosh, we're all alike. Yeah. Oh, rats. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of like being like you. So I think that's an upgrade. It's fun. It's fun to be able to look at these things. So so say say you're talking to me and I'm wearing the one that says worthless today. Okay. And we and I and I just, you know, briefly um I'm wearing the one that says worthless. I've opened mm-hmm. the package. I've put on the worthless necklace. And I've got it tucked in underneath my sweater here so nobody can see it except for me, but I know it's there all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you put a smile on your face. I put a smile on my face that says worth, I've got worth, that I'm valuable. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that I got my stuff together. I really know what I'm talking about in the Christian life and in every other area of life. I'm kind of an expert. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but underneath this sweater, I've got this thing that says worthless, and and on the back side of it says and shouldn't be. Mm. Uh, so how you know what are you going to tell me? How am I going to get rid of this thing that's like a millstone wrapped around my neck? Well, first and foremost is uh, recognizing it. Mm. I think is a huge thing. I was sitting with a guy a while back and just going over this with him. And just being able to, for him to see it on paper and for him to be able to write it down mm-hmm. really helped him. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I do wear this. I wear this every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and the guy I was with was like, I like wearing it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, okay, well, that's good. You're one recognizing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he recognized it and he wrote it down. Yeah, he so, wrote it down. So I'm going to write it down because I think that's important. Yeah, I think it's good to uh, see what we're struggling with instead of just, uh, you know, I'm a stern believer of getting stuff into the light. Mm. I I really do believe the enemy owns us when we hide, mm. when we stay in the dark, because that's where he wants us. He doesn't want you to share with other people. Mm. 
You know, he doesn't want you to write it down. He wants it in your brain where you're destroying yourself. Mm. And that's where he owns you. I mean, trust me, he's owned me many, many <laughs> times in my life. And, you know, I, I've always called it a fog. I always felt like I was in a huge fog of you just don't really see life around you. Yeah. And that's what he wants because he wants you to get to your end and then die. Mm. I mean, he wants you to completely completely walk away from Christ mm. and it's makes it pretty I want to say it makes it easy but it makes it very tempting to walk away from Christ when everything's going to crap in mm. your life and when you're struggling non-stop and it's not going away why isn't this going away God you get mm. no answer okay I'll keep going next day well you know God take this away God take this away you're begging him crying mm. I mean I've done it all Mm. And it's it's there. So, so recognizing it, writing it down, bringing it into the light. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, call me old fashioned or whatever you want to call me, but whenever I whenever I have these thoughts, whenever these come into my head now, sometimes I try to do this all the time, mm-hmm. but sometimes I don't, of course. Because sometimes he gets me on my, you know, I just fought with Shay, and all of a sudden he sneaks in, and yeah, I want to roll. I want to roll with that. I want to roll with that mm-hmm. anger there. I'll go with that thought. But I think it's so important to acknowledge that that it's not from you. Mm. What is it? Keep every thought captive. Mm. I like that because when I have thoughts coming into my head, I'm always questioning them. So if I hear something like "You're stupid." ugly or worthless or homosexual, I instantly go, "Uh uh-uh, this isn't, this isn't from God. This isn't from me. Mm. This is from Satan. He's trying to destroy me. And I instantly say in the name of Jesus, leave. Mm. And I'm not saying that's going to work. Sometimes you have to say it a bunch of times, Mm -hmm. but I'm telling you, you will get relief because they will flee from you Mm. because they have to. They have to flee from you when they hear Jesus. Mm. And sometimes I'm people are listening. If you're struggling, like nonstop struggling, I'm telling you, when I used to do it, I would sometimes would have to do it 100, 200 times a day because mm. it's just on you. Mm-hmm. But the dangerous part of uh, all this is, is when finally you accept you are worthless, when you are stupid, when you are ugly or when you are homosexual. You finally accept it and guess what? What? Rebuking Satan away from you will not work because he's not around you. Mm. (laughs) He doesn't have to be. You've already accepted the lie. Mm. So you're done. So what do you do then? Well, then you got to go straight to God. And that's where... Time and eternity, I know we'll talk about that at some point, but that's mm-hmm. where time and eternity really changed my life completely around, mm. just showing me that God is in everything. Mm. God is in absolutely everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, and he's there walking with us. So, I mean, with that, the thing that changed me, I'll, I'll do this story, the thing that really changed me was when I decided to love myself as much as God loves me. Wow. 
And that, I'm telling people right now, that was hard to do. But that really, really, really changed me. Because mm. I hated everything about me. I avoided mirrors. I hated the looks of me. I hated, let's just say I hated myself so much I used to cut myself, okay? To punish myself for being so ugly. And so stupid and worthless. Mm. So I really, really despised myself. And all of a sudden, every time I saw myself in the mirror, I would say, man, you're good looking. Was that easy? No, it was not. Because the whole time, I've accepted a lie my whole life. Mm. I didn't do this till I was 37. I'm 39 now. So it's been a couple of years that I've done it, and it's, it's really has changed me. I'm a, I feel like I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. And I think I'm a better friend. Mm. And all I do is constantly think about the Lord, how much he loves me and how much he accepts me for everything mm. and how patient he is with me. So that right there is what I have done. Wow, I love hearing that. That's real cool. I like that. I like that. I'm just going to see if I got it right because it, <clears throat> I like I like what you said that you've um, decided. You really made a choice, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, to love yourself as much as God loves you. Yeah, because you can make, I've made the choice so many times to hate myself. Mm. So why can't I flip that to love myself? Wow, that's beautiful. With God. Yeah. And that's what I did. So. Yeah, and I like that you would give yourself the messages, the other, the other messages, like, wow, you're a good looking guy. I'm a good looking guy. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I'm looking good today. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I think all the, that's really great. And so, you know, it'd be fun to, it'd be fun to take the flip side of the, this and say, okay, so I've, I've taken off this <clears throat> necklace that was a gift from the enemy. I opened it up. I put it on a ward. I took it. I accepted it even. And now I can, <clears throat> now I'm take, I've taken it off. And what, what am I going to, you know, I think we all like to wear clothes and jewelry and adorn ourselves and look cool. Yeah. So what am I going to wear now? That'd be kind of fun to talk about that sometime. Yeah, that would be fun to talk about. Because that's a, you know, it's a, that's a, I think if we, we could gain some real traction about yeah. how we, how we actually do that. Because there's probably a lot of great reasons to hate yourself. Oh, absolutely. But I could probably come up with 20 right now. Mm -hmm. But, and that's another thing too. Like I would constantly say how smart I am. And that one is very hard for me to do. Mm. And I'm still working on that one. Mm. And I'll probably work on that for another 10 years, but that's okay. Well, you that's know, a process. Yeah. You, it's, you're so smart, it's taken a while to figure out how smart you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe I like that. that. <laughs> I, be I believe that. Uh, <laughs> I, I <like> really that. <laughs> do. <laughs> In fact, I think you're genius, but you just haven't become, you're not aware of it yet. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I should never be aware of it. Yeah, maybe not. But yeah. you're, but just acknowledging that and loving yourself as the Lord loves you is beautiful. I love hearing that. Yeah. Thanks oh, for thanks great. for sharing this with with me and how you how you go through this diagram is really cool. Yeah, and you know if we had more time, of course, I would talk about more of it. But um, I mean, it's it's a great tool out there for people that just it's an easy tool, I think, to get it out to the light. Yeah, I mean, I did this in Brazil with people, and the fun part of, for me was was. I put them off in small groups, you know, like mm -hmm. groups of four or five. 
and just said, hey, I want you guys to write down what's on your necklace and share it with the group. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I know how terrifying that is, but just try it. Mm-hmm. And they did it. And, you know, walking around and they're laughing and carrying on. And what they all realized was they all had about the same necklaces. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they were like, oh, we're not alone. And they were bringing it into the light. So it was just a really cool experience. Oh, cool. It was just, yeah, it was neat. So so that just reminded me of something. <clears throat> I think um, Biting Life's going to have a couple of retreats coming up in the fall. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. And are you are you going to be there? Are you going to go through this at that point? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'll go through this with um, the men's retreat, and then I'll go through it with the... Uh, marriage retreat as well oh cool so so if anybody wanted to come through come that's listening wanted to they could come to those retreats and actually have that experience going through it with you yeah. and with and with other group of bringing these things into the light yes exactly okay. Okay. yeah what a great opportunity yeah and you can sign up through the retreats just on abidinglife.com okay great yeah cool well thanks thanks for doing this with me i really enjoy being with you as usual and I'm so, and I'm so excited that you decided to love yourself as God loves you. <laughs> me too, because it has really changed everything for me. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and uh, just so everyone who's listening, I'll try to get the uh, what what Steve and I were looking at the diagrams. I'll try to get them on the free resource page on AbidingLife.com. So you can do it by yourself. You can print it out. I'll just make them PDF so you can print them out. Even if you're just by yourself and you, you don't feel like you can share it with someone, then just at least write it down. Mm-hmm. Bring it out, you know. Let the Lord do something with it. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, thanks, Steve. Thank you, Noah. Thanks for being together. I really enjoy it. Yes, that was great. All right. Have a good day. Thanks. Thanks.